Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. So, ladies and gentlemen, Rodney Flowers is about to come on and blow your minds, absolutely inspire the heck out of you, and really empower you to be your greatest possible selves in a lot of different ways. Before we dive into that, let's talk about the sponsor message. If you are an influencer, a leader, someone who's making a big impact in the world, and you want to expand your ability to do that, get your message out on more platforms, number one, come talk to me. would love to support you any way I can, anyone who I think is a good fit for, for you, a show for you to be on, anything like that. I'm happy to connect you. would love to have you as a guest on the 12-Hour Marathon, see if that's a good fit. And then also, if you want to create your own platform and get your message out in the world, uh, we can definitely talk about creating your own podcast and doing it like that. So if that's of interest for you, message me on Instagram at I am Millionaire Chris on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash th3burns, or send me an email, chris at beyourgps.com. I would love to hear from you and uh, let me know how I can support you, okay? The next thing I'm going to talk about is the iTunes review of the week, and this week it's by Yelena R. Yelena says, Chris, a fireball of energy. Chris brings insightful questions with a deep understanding of what us listeners need to hear, even when we don't know it yet. Energetic and authentic, he's on a mission to help his audience become their greatest possible selves, and it shows. Thanks so much, Yelena. I appreciate you. And if you want to give us a review, go to beyourgps.com forward slash iTunes or search Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self on the iTunes store. Let us know what you love, what you want to see more of, what can be improved. We love getting that feedback, so thank you in advance for doing that. And while you're there, of course, subscribe so you can get all the latest updates and latest and greatest episodes. We release about an episode every day, and it's always something new, fresh, exciting, and a different perspective, and it's a blast. So uh, definitely tune in, and I look forward to growing on the journey with you even more. Now, I'm going to introduce Rodney in just a minute here. Before that, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes because you never know what one idea can transform the rest of your life and make sure you stay all the way through till the end because I know there's going to be some gems, some gold nuggets, some really transformational ideas that make the difference for you. So stay through all the way through till the end, finish what you start, be someone who completes things. That's that's one of the most powerful habits of successful people is completing what they start. I know we're going to dive into some greatness talking about the ultimate process for greater results with Rodney. So let's introduce him and then we'll bring him on the screen. Mr. Rodney Flowers is the founder and president of Inspirational Endeavors, LLC, where his mission is to serve as an example that will inspire, motivate, and encourage others to never give up, but instead reach for their hopes and dreams with earnest expectations, regardless of their current limitations or challenges. His purpose in life is to make a positive impact on the lives of millions of others. 
which he accomplishes by helping others remain resilient and relentless in the pursuit of happiness and self-expression so they can live joyfully with purpose and realize their dreams. His work has been endorsed by Bob Proctor, star of the film The Secret, New York Times bestselling author Peggy McColl, and many others. After a traumatic high school football injury, Rodney was completely paralyzed, incapacitated, and bound to the confines of a wheelchair. He was told his recovery prognosis was unfavorable. And after 18 long, grueling years, Rodney turned things around, made a positive impact on the world, and created the ability to walk again. I love that, by the way. I just want to highlight that before we bring him on. He created, created the ability to walk again. That's so freaking powerful. I just want to, I want to highlight that. Today, Rodney is a three times international Amazon best-selling author, keynote speaker, CEO, entrepreneur, transformational leader, and resilience trainer. And oh my goodness gracious, we're blessed to have him here today. Rodney, you ready to rock the house, my man? Yes, sir. You know it. Let's do it, baby. We are live and becoming the greatest possible self, Rodney. Thank you oh, man. so much for being here, dude. You, you're just an absolute... Uh, inspirational animal you know you're like just full of 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 transformation and empowering people it's it's yes sir oh man well thank you for having me on the show chris you know i just want to give a shout out to you and what you're doing man i mean you're you're a fireball man and i just (laughs) love you know your your last name really matches you man chris burns how about that you definitely do that man you're on fire man (laughs) thank you thank you i love the work that you're doing in the world thank you I appreciate it, Rodney. We we are, are are brothers, you know, soul brothers. Like we are out to make a massive impact in the world. So right let's on. dive right into the theme of the day, which is sure. one hundred. Man, what does one hundred mean for you, Rodney? One hundred. Oh my goodness, what does one hundred mean for me? Well, are you talking about giving effort? Is that what we're talking about? We're talking about one hundred percent giving effort. Wherever wherever your mind goes, man, that's where <laughs> oh, it's at. <laughs> man, you got to really pump me up, man, because I mean, one hundred. You know. Listen, you know, a lot of people don't give 100, Mm. okay? A lot of people give a lot less than 100. A lot of people tap out, right? Mm. When it starts getting hard, it starts getting difficult, it starts getting uncomfortable. But if you can go 100 and maintain 100, and matter of fact, if you can go beyond 100, it will absolutely change your life, man. And so 100, you know, I tell people sometimes, they say, you know, Rodney, you're, you're a little aggressive when it comes to working out, when it comes to pursuing your dreams. And I love to operate in the red. So if you can imagine like an RPM meter or a measurer, right? Mm. You know, you have the, the, the yellow, you have the green, the yellow, and the red, right? And I tell them, if I'm going to, if I'm going in the gym, you know, we're going to operate in the red. We don't operate in the, in the green. <laughs> we don't operate in the yellow. We operate in the red because that's where you get the most results. Man. High performance, man. Yeah, I mean, it's that place of, of the most resistance. That's where you find the most gain. And so I love that. Yeah, Dude, I love it. I love it, man. It's, it's so powerful. And it's just like it's the mindset of giving it all you got. And I really love it, man. So, so powerful. So, Rodney, I mentioned it in your intro, but why don't you share yeah. in your own world, un, own words what you stand for, what your clients come to you for, and, and what you're all about, man. Well, you know, there's three things that I, I, I stand for. And the, the number one thing that I stand for is figuring things out with my mom. Mm. Okay. Um, and that has been a driving force in my life, figuring things out with my mind, figuring things out with my mind. Well, what do I mean by that? Well, you know, we all have the ability to accomplish 
pretty much anything that we want to accomplish in life, right? And so if you're in a place where you are right now, you want to go somewhere, that space in between is is all up here. That's that's what you figure out. You you it's 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 figuring it out up here. And if you can be a person that doesn't mind going through the process of figuring things out, of growing, of failing, of of you know being uncomfortable, learning. Yep. Right. When you can stand for that, then that's when you can really experience transformation in your life. Right. And so um, coming from a place where I've come from, you know, you, you read the intro being paralyzed. I couldn't move my body. Maybe. OK. And so if I, you can't move your body. You know, I remember one day my mom smacked me, you know, upside the head with some words. And she said, you know, your body may be injured, but there's nothing wrong with your mind. Right. And I was feeling pity, feeling sorry for myself, feeling like life was over because I can't move my body. Hmm. And then I realized that my mind is the most powerful thing that I have. Right. And, and I knew it, but it's a, it takes on a whole new meaning when you can't move your body. Right. Yeah. And so uh, that was a turning point in my life. And, uh, you know, I still go by that today when I'm in a situation, if I want to accomplish something, I have goals and dreams now. And I realized that, you know, if I'm not doing it, if I'm not making it, if I'm not reaching those goals, if I'm not making that difference that I want to make, I have to look at what am I thinking? What is the mindset? What is the consciousness? Because, you know, I stand for figuring things out with my mind. That's how I was able to walk again. And, you know, that's, I think, you know, if, if we can rely on that more heavily than our environment and, and others really, you know, because we're creators, you know. You mentioned, you know, he, we, I created the ability to walk again. Well, where does it start? Creativity starts in the mind. Mm, yeah. Okay, it starts with a thought, and a lot of times it's not what we're not doing. Doing, it's not what we're not doing. I just want to repeat that it's not what we're not doing that's not allowing us to reach our goals. It's what we are thinking. Mm. All right. And so I was thinking life was over. And without that shift in my mindset, you know, I, I may still be thinking that life was over or is over. And so we have the ability to think. We have the ability to create. And so I stand for figuring things out from my mind. Dude, freaking powerful, man. I love <laughs> it. It's like that that vision had to first be born in your yeah. mind and it took yeah. like kind of getting that that wake up call from your mom saying hey like you might have a, a challenge you might have an obstacle with your body but don't let that stop you don't let that make you a victim because you still have the power to think you still have the power to create to engineer to imagine to to build something to to plan to create something magnificent. So don't yeah. let that steal your thunder because something didn't go the way you wanted it to, man. It's Look at it this way, Chris. I mean, this is this is so simple but profound. Hmm. Everything that man has created, all right? I mean, you're talking about the spaceships, you know, Elon Musk and, and all that stuff that he's doing. Facebook, you know, yeah. the, you know, airliner, right? And an yeah. airplane, a freaking airplane that can fly. fly. You know, technology, you know, cell phones, you know, these voice activated things. I mean, all kind, I mean, the list just goes on. But I just want you to be aware that all of that started as an idea in someone's mind. Like that is the, the nucleus of it all. It starts right there. And so whenever we're trying to accomplish something in life, you know, we want to mm. change something. We want to be something. We want to do something. You can't do anything until you're able to 
think a thing, mm. right? And so, you know, you mentioned vision. Vision becomes so important because, you know, you got to be able to see it. And a lot of times that's the difference. You know, we try to motivate people and motivation is good. Inspiration is good. We all need that. Mm. Uh, but I like to give people that picture, you know, show them how to create that vision. You know, I'm actually working on a TED Talk about how important vision is and the role that vision played in my recovery. Right. Because it's not that they're not motivated. They just can't see it. Right. If you you can't go anywhere that you can't see, if you don't have a clear picture of what you want to accomplish in your mind. Right. You mean you say you want a million bucks. Well, what does that look like? OK. What does that look like for you? Right. And it could be the difference of you setting that action plan in place, because now you can clearly see what your destination is. It's kind of like a GPS. You can't set your GPS on a destination if you're not clear on what that destination is. Right. Man, and so, you know, this is, this is so powerful because even myself, you know, like I, I'd say I, I've done so much personal development, so much work on myself. But even to this day, like there are certain plans that I've made and it's like, OK, I get all the strategy. Right. I get all the details. I get all the steps. Boom. It's freaking crystal clear. Yeah. At least the steps are crystal clear, but the why and the connection and the vision to it and what it will be like and, and having that emotion pull me forward mm-hmm. was not tapped into. I wasn't tapped into the vision mm-hmm. and the power of that or else I would have executed on the plan. And there's so many plans that have just been I've made them and I, I lost them. You know, they, they fall right. to the wayside and they didn't get get performed. And it's like, what was missing? Oh, of course, the why, the connection to it, the the vision of the detailed what it would be like when I'm mm-hmm. doing that. And that that's so powerful, man. I'm sure you had to really to, to cultivate that in yourself to be able to be walking again, man. Well, you know, I'm glad that you mentioned it. I mean, you, you, you took it a, a, a step further. You know, it's not just being able to see it, but getting emotional yeah. about it. Right. And so imagine a kid. Right. I mean, there's several kids out there right now that want to play in the NFL yeah. and they don't just want to play. I mean, they are completely like passionate about it. I mean, you yep. can't you can't tell them that they're not going to make it, and, and, <laughs> and, and they're just so in tune with that vision of yes. being that. That's mm. the type of vision that I'm talking about. That childlike vision that just you just you just can't let go of it, right? Mm. And so when we see these superstars and athletes and successful people that have accomplished so much, that's what they have, yeah. right? They have that emotion, and that's what drives them. And so when you have that. 100 is not a problem, right? You're you're 100 every day, right? Because you just got that taste and that thirst to accomplish what it is that you want and it's just it's just it's it's addicting if you ask me. I mean, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I love that. I love that you say that, man. I I feel like I traded my uh, addictions for video games and for partying and all that stuff into an addiction for growing myself and becoming my greatest possible self and loving people and loving the present Mm -hmm. moment and serving with my gifts. Like that's what I'm addicted to now. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm addicted to people transforming their lives and and owning their power and ability to make this this reality theirs, man. It's it's like so juicy. It's so fulfilling when we when we just create that for ourselves. And, you know, I feel that it's so fulfilling because, honestly, I just believe that that's what we're designed to do. Yep. That's that's human Mm. beings. I I mean, because when you look at everything else in the world, right, it doesn't have that level of consciousness, doesn't Mm. have that level of intellect, 
you know, you know, you, you talked about the the ultimate process to achieve success. Well, I'm going to dive right into that because one of the one of the steps in this process mm-hmm. is, you know, um, I call it who you want to be, mm-hmm. right? Who do you want to be? Who have you been being, right? And and let's just say for an example, a million bucks, just for simplicity. Okay. You want to you want to you want to make a million bucks, mm-hmm. you know, or you know, I'm not even going to use that. I'm going to use something that I personally went through. Walk again. Mm. Okay. This personally for me, this is my, you, your audience can use this as they will. So for me, I wanted to be a person that would get out of a wheelchair, overcome a spinal cord. And so I had to ask myself, well, what would someone who, you know, has your level of injury, but was able to walk again, who would they have to be in order to do that? Who do, who do I have to be Damn. in order to accomplish that level of success? And a lot of things come to my mind. I mean, like that whole laziness thing, that went out the way. That whole self-pity thing, you know, that that went out the way. You know, accepting what the doctors would say, you know, that that you can't be that type of person. And it was so many other things that came up that says, I mean, you got to be like a, a an animal when it comes to therapy when it comes to working out when it comes to taking care of your body when it comes to certain things like you have to break the mold like you can't you you have to be a type of person that's not going to accept any of the things that a person who would give up in that situation mm-hmm. would accept and that's the person that I became I realized that I had to do that deliberately right and so yeah. For example, with you, you, Chris Burns, well, who is Chris Burns? Well, Chris Burns is the type of person that will do a 12, you know, hour or whatever it is, marathon, yep. right? Yep. He, he's the type of guy that would, he has to come on every day and, and do Facebook lives with all kinds of people that are successful or in the industry of self-development and, and pick their brains in a live setting. But that's, that's the person I'm going to be because, mm. you know, you have that vision. You have that vision. And so when you have that vision, those are the types of questions you can ask yourself. Who do I need to be in order to bring that forward? Mm. Right. And a lot of times we don't ask that. Right. Because we want to stay the same. But what I've learned is success requires change. (laughs) You know, (laughs) if you're not successful, then the person that you are may need to change in order for you to become a successful Mm -hmm. successful person. Mm -hmm. You know. If you want to be a successful person, well, who have you been and what are the ways that you've been being and how have they been preventing you from being the person that you want to be? <laughs> Cold dose of reality, man. My goodness, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, check the F in. Yeah. How have you been showing up? Who have you been being? And, and it's like real, like people got to get real with themselves. They got to be brutally honest and come to this place of, man, total humbleness and say, this is how it's been. Like that is the only place that like that kind of rock bottom, so to speak, or the admitting like, I'm I'm so sick and tired of being sick and tired. I'm so sick and tired of not getting what I want, being here, feeling like I'm on, I'm spinning my wheels, stuck, struggling, whatever. Even if you are cruising, you know, even if you're in like high green, mid yellows, you ain't at a hundred percent. Like that's not what you're here to do. That's not what you were here to, your, your purpose, your soul, your, your greatness. That was not why you were put here. And Rodney, I, I freaking love this, man. It's gold. Well, this is, this is what I love, man. And uh, I realize what has helped me accomplish what I've accomplished in terms of just being able to, to, to 
to be, to be independent, to walk again, and, and to share the story with people. Um, and I'm grateful for that, honestly. You know, just to to be to get a little personal with you. Uh, I don't know if I would have it any other way, Chris. You know, being where I am right now. Um, you know, I can't say that it was easy. It was hard and it was difficult and it, it hurt a lot. But I've gained so much out of that mm. experience that uh, has allowed me to be able to share like this type of message and share with people on a very intimate and deep level. Um, I don't think I would be able to do that without that experience. And so for that, I'm grateful and I'm thankful. And uh I just love sharing, sharing this information and sharing with people, because if, if there's something that they can pick up, I really believe that you don't you don't have to go through everything to learn. Right. You can you can learn through other people's experience. Uh, that's why I love mentors. I love things like this. Right. Because, yeah. you know, and technology has allowed, you know, platforms and vehicles for us to tap into mm-hmm. to get information. Right. And information is is so key because, you know, I, I believe let me tell you, I was just talking to someone the other day. I believe the most expensive thing in this world is ignorance. Mm. Is ignorance. OK. Ignorance costs more than the cost to gain knowledge. OK, because when you're ignorant and you just don't know, you don't have you're not aware. You don't know what it's costing you. <laughs> you know, it's infinite. The life that you can live, the difference that you can make, the the contribution, you know, the growth, the development, the fullness of life. That's what it costs you. And that's priceless. Right. But you can put a price tag on information. You can't put a price tag on the fullness of life and the, living a life of contribution, living a life of making a difference. You can't put a price tag on that. And so it's very, very, very expensive. And so when you can tap into, you know, platforms like this and gain information that makes you more self-aware, because I really believe that's the difference between, you know, very successful people and, and those that are not. If like where I, I have goals, the, where I am right now and, 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 and my goals, the difference between that is my self-awareness. Mm. Okay. That's just plain and simple. Yep. Once I become aware, I can attain, attain the goal, right? Yep. Then there may be things that I need to go through. I have to learn, blah, blah, blah. But all of that is increasing my self-awareness. That's why, you know, your people talking about don't be afraid to fail. Well, what they're really saying is failure increases your self-awareness. Self-awareness is the key to everything. Right. Elon Musk is aware of certain things that we're not aware of. Mm. You know, if you make, you know, 50,000 and then someone's making 100,000, the difference between the $50,000 person and the $100,000 person is their self-awareness of how to make an extra $50,000. Right. And so it's not so much. It is what you do, but your doing should be in an effort to increase your self-awareness. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's also the the being like, right, like aware of who am I being? How am I showing up? What is, what's the values that I'm living? What's my identity that I see myself as that's causing me to either attract and stay in a circumstance at a a financial, uh, you know, barometer, thermometer level of 50 K or who am I being? What skills do I, I know myself to have? What type of person am I to attract a hundred K a year? And like, I'm not deviating. I'm not going back down to 50 K if I'm at a hundred K a year. Like that's who the F I am. 
right? You know, and right. I think it's when when people embody that, like that's when they have the that power, man. Exactly. I want to go back, Rodney, before we go any further, because this is gold. This is super powerful. I want to go back into your journey and talk about, like, what, tell us a little bit more about the accident. I mentioned it a little bit in your uh, bio, uh, but I want to yeah. hear, like, how did you progress from that into becoming a speaker, becoming a trainer, be- becoming three time best selling author, man? Like, that is a, that's a big gap for a lot of people to traverse. <laughs> sure. sure. Well, it, it was, and it was over a, a, a long period of time. I was in a right, wheelchair. Right. Eight, 18 years, just to, to be to be clear. Um, I got hurt in 93. Uh, 18 years later, <laughs> I started walking uh, without, you know, uh, a wheelchair. I still use crutches. Um, but that in itself is a, is a miracle. And just to really put some context around this, the injury is very similar to Christopher Reeves' injury. It's a C5, C6 spinal cord injury. Very high in the cervical, cervical spine. Um, and Obviously, no one ever thought I would <laughs> recover at all, let alone walking, you know, with crutches. Um, so, Chris, you know, I uh, obviously I never gave up. Um, but my progress was it was constant. It was continuous. It was very, very, very slow. Um, and it was like a carrot, so to speak. Uh, that's the only way I can really describe it, because. You know, every year I would get better. I would go back to the doctors. They said, well, I don't expect much, but I'm better. Well, blah, blah, blah. So they, they, they hit me with all kinds of stories about how the spinal cord works. You know, and so in the first five years, you know, I was recovering to some degree. And I would go back and say, hey, you know, what's the diagnosis now? Blah, blah, blah. They would say, well, you know, after five years, you know, we don't expect much return. I mean, we see where you are now. You're doing great. You know, be thankful for where you are. Walking, eh, you know, we can't say that that's going to happen, and it's probably not going to happen. So we just want to make sure that you're prepared for that. Um, and so I just kept going, Chris, and I wasn't just focused on walking. I was focused on being successful, uh, independent. Actually, that was my definition of success. To be honest mm-hmm. with you, so. I wanted to uh, go to school and, and, you know, I know a lot of people watching, you know, may feel like, you know, getting into the workforce is like the craziest thing to do these days. And actually, I still, I, I still, I still do that. But when, what? <laughs> but when I was in that place and you just want to take care of yourself. Yeah. Yeah, man. You know, and, and the job, getting, getting a degree and going to school was like the, the best thing in, in order to survive. And so that's, that's what I did. And, and, um, I was, uh, I was a smart kid and, uh, was able to get my degrees and, and get a, get a good, get a good job. And, um, uh, I kept recovering. I kept going to the gym, kept doing therapy. And over time, man, those, those successes, those little small steps started adding up. And, um, one day I was able to, to put the chair down and, People would come up to me all the time and say, hey, you know, you inspire me. You know, uh, I'm a pretty, you know, happy dude. And I'm, I'm always joking. and I kept a good attitude, you know, because, you know, it was miserable in the situation. And so when you're miserable and you got a miserable attitude, that just compounds everything. Right. And so yeah. I realized that that was not helpful. And so I, uh, I, I had a positive attitude. I had good people around me that were praying for me, that loved on me. and. Uh, I wanted to give back. 
Uh, and I purposely didn't tell the story along the way because I wanted for that, I wanted to wait for that big moment when I was out of the chair and people could, could see it. And I, I said, well, I wanted my life to be uh, worthwhile, right? You know, even though I've gone through all of that, I wanted, I wanted it to be an example of what's possible. What's possible, right? Because I realized people have big dreams. They Sometimes those dreams are shattered. Like me, I wanted to go play football for the rest of my life. And uh, that dream was shattered. But I wanted to still go pro. I wanted to come back and, and make something that was worthy of recognition. And uh, that actually drove me. Right. And being able to make a difference for people, being able to, you know, be a stand and in the face of adversity, in the face of trauma, in the face of challenges every single day and then come out on top. You know, that was a driving force. That was motivation and inspiration for me. And that was the guy that I wanted to be. Right. And so for whoever was needed that, uh, I wanted to be that person for them. And once I was able to accomplish getting out of the chair, you know, I. Uh, I wanted to just tell people about it, tell people about that experience because people would ask. And uh, I just wanted to make what I went through available for those that needed it and provide some nuggets of what I've learned. And it took off <laughs> and uh, people fell in love with it. And uh, I started uh, speaking and people were asking me to you know, do things like this, to tell the story. And, and, and it just took off from there, man. And I fell in love with that. Right? I mean, I absolutely love that now i love speaking i love training um and so uh here we are and I, want, I want to dive into it more into into more about your message and speaking and training before that though i want to go back and talk about um did personal development play a role in your recovery and if so like what what was there any specific things that made a difference for you well see in my house man i tell you i grew up in the south and so my mom was a christian lady she still is and <laughs> so just about every day chris there was some type of minister that was standing up in my house preaching a good gospel you know if it wasn't td jakes it was creflo dollar you know <laughs> it was all of those you know prominent uh preachers and speakers back then um and so whether you wanted it or not you, you got it right and and uh what I found is I love those messages. They really inspired me. And so that drove me to look for more things. And so I started uh, looking for stuff. And that's when I ran into Bob Proctor, just to be completely honest with you. And uh, I, I um, looked him up and then the movie The Secret came out. And a lot of things that I was doing in my mind, I didn't consciously know that I was doing those things, like the whole vision the visionary thing and, and and all the things that Bob talks about. And so I wanted to meet that guy. And so I went to, uh, I actually, I went to one of his uh, conferences. I was out of the wheelchair at that time, but that inspired me even more to be a speaker and a, and a trainer and, and share the message. That's awesome. Awesome. Um, so you, you got this, this vision to start sharing the message with people. Um, mm -hmm. How did how did it evolve from there? How did it evolve into books and into like, speaking? So I met a young lady at that. I met a young lady at that conference. Her name is Peggy McCall. Right? Uh, Peggy Peggy is very uh, a very good friend of mine. Uh, she's very very nice lady. And uh, I told her my vision that I wanted to share my message, and she said I can help you with that. 
And I said, oh yeah, and uh, she said yes. And so uh, she and I stayed connected. We developed a relationship and uh, about a year later, I released my first book. It went international bestseller. And uh, I started you know, looking into speaking and I wrote some more books just to make sure I wasn't you know, dreaming. <laughs> Was this real? <laughs> and uh, those two went international. And uh, Chris, Ashley, that's it. I mean, and that's where it really took off from there. And uh, she was a mentor of mine. Uh, I have I have another mentor now that I that I work with, and uh, I'm continuing to expand out in the speaker world and actually get into businesses, uh, in the corporate spaces, not just individuals. But I still do co- individual coaching and, and, and things like that. But more so getting into the, the minds of, of entrepreneurs and, 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 and uh, business owners and corporations so on. Um, you know, how to be more productive as individuals. And, and, and you, would, you would think that, you know, I would be talking about, you know, processes and uh, steps to put in place to be more productive, but it's really about how we're treating each other, how we're dealing with each other as human beings and relationships and engagement and enrollment and things like that. And uh, I, I like to talk about things for individuals with disabilities as well on how to you know, uh, deal with them uh, in the workspace, creating the right type of diversity etiquette, disability etiquette. So I speak on those things uh, in, in corporations and, in, and with schools. I'm working on a project now um, with with the with the Board of Education uh, in my local area on with their teachers and how to, you know, help teachers be more engaging and enrolling with their students uh, and things that we can do, different strategies that we can implement to increase the learning and raise the consciousness of our students in the classroom because students nowadays are disconnected. You know, they're not really in tune with what's going on and now i don't think they're really interested and there's a way that we can shift those things around uh but it, it takes a little tact and technique uh so i love it i love it i i hear and correct me if i'm wrong but i hear um landmark language in in your speaking did you <laughs> landmark i i did i yep i've i've i've, I've completed the curriculum for a living uh with, with landmark uh and i would highly recommend anyone that's listening uh, and, and you know a lot of times we do stuff. What I've learned is that uh, we do stuff to increase our business and things like that. Don't do landmark for that. It's going to do that, but don't do landmark for that. Do landmark for yourself. Mm. Right? There's so much you can gain, you know, uh, from being in, under that type of teaching. Um, and it's just it's self-fulfilling. It's, self, it's really self-fulfilling. And it's going to create a better person in you, you know. Um, and so, I, I, I mean, you're going to gain from it if you do it for your business. But I would just say, you know, regardless of that, you know, I think everyone should go through that. So. Yeah, it's like be, be, a be, be a better human training, you know, <laughs> like yeah. it's just totally, totally being yeah. present, being in communication yeah. with people. I love how you sure. said enrollment, you know, it's like what, what, what is enrollment? Well, dude, there is, there is so much magic in like being a heck yes to mm-hmm. something like I am enrolled and then sharing that with other people. And I hear that in, in your vision, in communicating with others to, so that they can get connected with, with their goal, with their purpose, with the big dream, big vision, so that it drives drives them forward to be their their greatest possible self man so that is such an essential ingredient in being well, like, I w- all in I want 
I want to say this too, because I know a lot of people out there listening have businesses, they're coaches or trainers or whatever. Um, and, you know, they want to be successful and that's admirable, right? But I want to say this because, you know, a lot of what we do, if not all of what we do, involves people. Yes. Okay. And so it's not the sale, it's not the money, it's your ability to relate to people, your ability to deal with people, your ability to, to build relationships, to enroll, to keep people engaged, mm. right? And so that's the difference, right? And so when you get good at that, I think, you know, that's where things can turn for the better. That's what I yep. call success because you can have a lot of success with money, but not necessarily make a difference in the lives of people because you don't have those skill sets. And so being enrolling and engaging, that's what people need. Because nowadays I feel that we don't, technology, things are going so fast and, and you know, people will, a lot of people want to be successful. Everyone, you know, you look, you just go on social media, everyone's a coach, everyone has their own business and doing all those things so competitive. Yeah. I think we forget how to treat people as mm. human beings, right? And that's what's so important to be present with someone, right? To really understand and to really hear and listen to someone, right? And not listen with our own agenda to make a profit, to make a dollar, to close a sale. Right. But to really like be with them and treat them like a human being, I think that's what's missing. And I feel the businesses, the coaches and the trainers and the speakers who are able to do that. Right. Those are the ones that's going to create the biggest impact and impact equals success. That's so good. And I love how it's like treat people how you would want to be treated. And a lot of people just haven't thought about Hey, if I was on the receiving end of my services, of my uh, you know lead generation, of my marketing, what would I want to experience? What would I want to feel? What would I want to receive? And if people like simply put themselves in that situation, they'd be like, "Well, here's what I really want. I want to feel special. I want to feel important. I want to feel like I I matter. Like I make a difference." Well, Chris, I want to take it a step further, right? Because that's a sort of a cliche. We've heard it before. Treat people the way they want to be treated. But I want to challenge you. To find out how people want to be treated and then treat people how they want to be treated. Mm, that's beautiful. Right. It's easy to treat people the way you want to be treated because you know how you want to be treated. It takes more effort. It it causes you to have to build a relationship to yes. understand how that person wants to be treated. Right. Because when you can treat them the way they want to be treated, as long as it's in line with, with what you stand for, right, right, what you believe in and is reasonable, then we can build a successful relationship. Yeah. And I also also hear that if I say treat people how I want to be treated, it's selfish. It's still like me centered versus treat uh, people how they want to be treated. It's like right. genuinely caring about what this person wants and then Absolutely. supporting them in the fulfillment of that desire. Mm -hmm. Right. Dang. Exactly. That's gold, man. <laughs> I love it. So I want to dive into your books specifically. Like, what did you cover in your books? What were the the biggest takeaways and points that you wanted to get across uh, in your books? Uh, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna you know just talk about Get Up. Uh, get Up was my first book, and in Get Up, uh, a couple things that I covered in there. Uh, well, first of all, I covered how I was feeling, what was going on in my mind, you know, dealing with that traumatic accident, and I really take you from you know, getting hurt on the field to actually walking again. So you got 18 years of what was going on in my mind. 
and how I was overcoming things and, uh, you know, things that I was dealing with and, and how I handled them, how I was feeling. Um, a couple of takeaways from that book, you know, I, I, I really, one is um, igniting the small accomplishments, right? Uh, th- that one is close to my heart uh, because I had a really big goal, a big dream that I wanted to accomplish. And I wanted to accomplish it yesterday. <laughs> uh, and I mean, you know how it is, you know, things don't move fast enough, you know. Yep. Uh, and it seems like a big animal, right? That you, it's this big elephant. And for me, it was chunking things down. Um, and I know it's not something that you, you haven't heard before, but it really made a difference in my life because I was able to ignite little baby steps. And that's what helped me accomplish or cover a great distance, mm-hmm. right? So I got into a rhythm, a habitual rhythm. It was, it was almost like I was hypnotized to igniting the small accomplishments in my life. And so I would look for small things, small little wins. Small little wins could could it could have been like, you know, I want to get up and I just want to lift my leg up today and I want to be able to hold my leg up for 10 seconds. Mm. Right. I want to brush my teeth. Mm. Right. Without using the adaptive equipment that was given to me to brush my teeth. Right. I want to get one arm in my shirt today. Mm. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the level. That's where we started, <laughs> Chris. Yeah. And I remember so many times my mom would come in there and to help me get dressed, and she, you know, it would really piss me off when she did this. But uh, she would come in and help me get dressed, and she would put one shoe on and then leave the other one off. And that's Dang. why I had to figure out how to get that other shoe on. That's that was, awesome. Oh, well, it wasn't awesome at the time. But, it was <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's what that came from, is igniting, igniting, you know, the small accomplishments. Mm. Um, and I, I still do that now, as a matter of fact, right? I'll have a big goal or a big dream or, or, or a destination, and then I'll, I'll go backwards. And I'll just, okay. And I, it's almost like I forget about the big the destination. Because I know that if I keep chopping this wood day after day, I keep doing these little small things and then increasing them as I go, over time, right, I'm going to I'm gonna accomplish something big, mm. right? And so um, I wasn't, I was, I wasn't attached to anything. I wanted to walk again, but I wasn't attached to it happening in two years or happening in five years or happening in whatever, you know, I, I just wasn't attached to that. I was attached to or focused on those small accomplishments every single day. And then I became a winner in my mind because I never lost, but right? I always won, you know, every, you know, and, and I would just keep playing football in my mind. That was a score for me. Right. And then when it got tough or it got difficult, OK, I, you know, I would try again. OK, so it was first and goal. Right. We didn't make it. All right. So second and go. All right. Yeah. And sometimes we had to punt. Right. And, but the fun the fun thing about that is when I punt, I never had to go on defense. For some reason, I would always get the ball back and I can start over at first and goal again. Right. And so these were little mind games that I played in my mind that caused me to win. I love it. This is, this is so powerful, man. And I think it's it's really you talked about igniting 
that uh, that rhythm, right? The habitual mm-hmm. rhythm, igniting that with daily celebration, daily acknowledgement of mm-hmm. whatever whatever gets done. It's it's more than enough, and to mm-hmm. appreciate that, not compare. Oh, I should be doing X, Y, yep. and Z. I should have gotten this mm-hmm. much done, but rather being grateful for what is and continuing to ride that momentum every single yep. day. And so another another takeaway from my book was. Uh, there's a chapter called do it for those that need to see you do it. Mm. It's sort of self-explanatory, right? Do it for those that need to see you do it. So I, 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 I start making it about me. Right. And a lot of times the things that we want to accomplish, they're all selfish types of things. Right. But we have to realize that it's not, it's not about us. It's, it's about, the lives that we touch, right? Um, and it took it took a little while for me to get that, Chris. To be honest with you, because I was the one that was hurt. I was the one that you know whose dreams were, were shattered. I was the one that had to deal with all the the, the stuff that comes with that. Um, but that was a turning point in my life because I realized that I could make a difference. Like I talked about earlier, that I there was things that would would happen for other people as a result of me continuing to push, and it was gonna there was gonna be an impact either way, right? Mm. So if I gave up and I quit, well, there's gonna that's gonna impact some folks. That's yep. your, your immediate impact is gonna be your family. If you don't do this, you know it's gonna have a negative impact. If you do do this, then look at the impact. And so I started looking at that, and which one do I want? Right. And even if I didn't accomplish what I wanted, the mere fact that I was going after it every day, that I was trying every day, that I was pushing every day, that in itself was inspirational. That in itself created an impact. And I said, you know what? That's the guy I want to be. Right. And I advise anyone. Right. I don't care how big the goal is, how big the dream is. Go for it, because. It in itself is inspirational. It in itself is going to bring something out of you. It's going to create some changes changes in you. And those changes are going to be for the better, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, you may fall. You may, you know, bust your head open in, in, in the process. You may, you know, make some mistakes. But that's just life, man. There's nothing wrong with that. That's what you call life. Everything in life doesn't go right the first time. I mean, come on, man. You've heard all kinds of stories of people that have tried and, and they failed. But you don't remember that. You remember them for that one time. And that's why I tell people, listen, you can try a thousand times. But all it takes is for you to reach this goal one time. And that just makes all the difference in the world, man. And it's worth every single time. I mean, if you like, you know. If you fail a thousand times and then on that, that, you know, thousand and one time you get it, that one time that you get it makes all those failures worth, worth it. it. That's what you had to do. That's just the process that you had to go through in order to get there, man. And mm. so go through it, do it, right? I mean, just do it. Just, I love just it. Get it done. I love it. I love it, man. Uh, so in terms of greater results and, and the process to experience that, is there anything else, any other gold nuggets or, or exercises or things that you'd really recommend to our audience to amp that up even more? Simple but profound. Listen, harvest the good in everything that you do, right? Mm. I don't care what it is. I don't care how hard it is. There's always something good, right? And so when the times get rough, and it seems like you're not going to make it. It seems like, you know, your, your struggle has been, you know, lasting for infinity. Look around and find the goodness in that. Because 
at the end of the day, you got to keep going anyway. So you might as well find something good to hold on to. Because see, around here, we don't quit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't, if you're not going to quit, you might as well just find something good and just, it's like being on that bus and this bus is funky. You got some loud, you know, people and you're sitting up against the window. But for some reason, you can find a little comfortable spot up against the wall or up against the window to lay your head and get yourself a nap on the way to your destination. That's the good thing about it. You was able to do that. So find whatever is good in your situation and hang on to that and just do it, man. And find mm-hmm. humor in it. Man. It's, it's, you know, don't take yourself too serious. Enjoy life, man. Enjoy the journey. Enjoy the struggle. Enjoy the success. Enjoy the hard times. Enjoy the good times. Just, just enjoy it all, man, because good and bad times are all part of the process of life and that's the thing that we're going through man and we're just trying to figure out how to make the best life for ourselves make the best life for others and if you can go through with that type of attitude man it just it's just it's just goodness it's just goodness and you'll find that it's a lot easier and less frustrating and you can probably go a lot further if you have that that mentality that's the game yeah. changer yeah, man. I love it. I love it. And that, that circles back around to attitude. You know, if you're in a miserable situation and you have a miserable attitude, it just compounds and makes it, you know, a thousand times worse than, than it was before. But if you have a, a challenging, miserable situation, but you have a great attitude and you harvest the good, you harvest the, hey, what is there to be appreciative of? What is there that I can be grateful of that this is strengthening me? This is building my resilience. This is building my muscles. This is building my tenacity. This is growing me. I I am growing because of this situation. Mm-hmm. Like focusing on that is like that's where the juice is, man. I, I got a flat tire driving from Las Vegas to San Diego last week. In twenty minutes outside of uh, outside of Las Vegas, uh, I get the indicator comes on saying low tire pressure. I'm like, Are you serious? Like what? Like I, I'm not anywhere close to any kind of uh, tire change place. And so I pull over and I. I fill my tire up and then I look for the nail. It's like this little tiny thing. I'm like, okay, do I want to keep going and chance like 50 miles of driving on this potentially, you know, hazardous thing that could pop my tire at any moment? Or do I want to as quickly as possible, even if it's the opposite direction, Mm -hmm. go back to Las Vegas so that I can change my tire, wait two hours and then go back to San Diego and like most people would be pissed off (laughs) that just added like two and a half hours to my route and I got to do this but I turn around and I go back there and I'm I'm like journaling there I'm calling people I'm like just using it as an opportunity to make the most out of the situation and what really empowered me is sharing that I'm empowered in spite of circumstances and people are like, wow, you know, most people would be like miserable. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know what? I'm, I'm grateful for all this personal development I've done. And why am I going to be miserable? Why am I going to be stuck in that energy when I can be happy and grateful that I'm talking to you? I'm able to do these things. I'm able to write my girlfriend a, a, a letter and a note and just be like super grateful for our relationship. There was so much that I could focus on that was not the frustration and the overwhelm and like, uh, but instead I chose where to put my attention, my energy and it's attitude, man. And like, I know you, you had to have sculpted your attitude day by day by day to be able to overcome that, man. I I freaking, I acknowledge you for that, right? And that's powerful. Thanks, man. Well, I feel that, you know, resistance is going to show up in your life. 
I don't I don't care whether you're trying to accomplish something or, or you're not. It just it just appears in your ability to deal with resistance, to handle resistance emotionally, intellectually, right, spiritually, because you know resistance could be crippling. It could it's it's the thing when you when you really look at why people quit and, and give up. It's the resistance. They couldn't handle the resistance. And so when you're able to manage that resistance, it is a game changer. Right. And so that's what you're talking about. And so, you know, the takeaway here for me is, you know, for the people that are listening, uh, if you want to go far, far in life, work on your ability to manage the resistance that shows up in your life. Because I think that is that's what prevents most people from accomplishing what they want to accomplish in life, from being, being who they want to be in life. It's yeah. that resistance. Yeah. Gold. Rodney, this is gold, man. Uh, so I'm going to ask you in a minute, basically for, for 60 seconds of your of your final wisdom, your fire, your soul, inspiration, <laughs> empowerment, and all the greatness that you want to share with our audience. Could be recapping what we already covered or new stuff. Before we do that, though, just be ready for that. I want to dive into how people can stay connected with you, how they can continue the journey, and how they can you know get more Rodney in their life, man. Real easy to, to follow me. Uh, you can Find me on my website, rodneyflowers.com. Uh, I check my email all the time, rodney at rodneyflowers.com. Reach out to me. Uh, check out my podcast, The Game Change Your Mentality mm. Podcast. Connect on that. I'm interviewing all kinds of awesome people, just like yourself, Chris Brunson. As a matter of fact, we got to get you on the show, baby. Let's do okay? it. And so uh, you're going to love that um, we're, we're, we're starting to venture off into uh, interviewing professional athletes and coaches and things like that. Love and uh, it's, it's really great. So I'm all over social media. Just mm-hmm. you know, search Rodney Flowers, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, all of those things. And so uh, that's how you can find me. Beautiful. And everyone definitely stay connected with Rodney's freaking powerhouse, uh, like just oozing wisdom, oozing self-awareness, oozing empowerment to to grow into your greatest possible self and just be the best you that you can be. So Rodney, <laughs> let's give him the heat, man. Let's give him 60 seconds oh, of fire my and, and leave him with the man. greatest for last, man. Ah, oh, come on, man. <laughs> well, here we go, folks. I mean, whatever you want to do in life, wherever, wherever you want to go, whatever you want to be, it's all up to you. It's all in your mind okay you can accomplish whatever you want to accomplish but it starts right here and then it's not about you it's about everyone else so put everyone else first realize that you're here to make a difference you're here to make a contribution and leave it all on the table you only have one shot at this my dad always tells me this is not a trial this is the real deal and so give it all you've got and uh live your life full and die empty Mm, dude rodney you are the freaking man thank you so much for being here i appreciate you your greatness thank you and i'm I'm so excited to continue on the journey with you impacting inspiring empowering people man you're you're just like you're alive and just sharing that that powerful attitude powerful perspective powerful paradigm with people so that they can truly show up and and have anything they want man it's amazing right that. thanks man i appreciate the opportunity chris right, i appreciate it brother. see you soon all right man take care all right bye-bye From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. 
right here, right now. Decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.employeeescapeplan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action, head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality and make every day your best day ever. <laughs>